This is Hemant. And Jessica. And we're here for the Friendly Atheist Podcast. If you like what you're listening to, uh, you could donate to patreon.com slash friendly atheist podcast. Uh, or if you want to wait and hear the episode, you could do that too. We'll <laughs> yeah, you're say getting it again those plugs in just right off the top. I do what I can. <laughs> um, so we want to go over, uh, today's Thursday night as we're recording this, May mm-hmm. 11th. We want to go over some of the stories that were in the week's news. Here's to me the biggest one, uh, and most of this stuff is not directly Trump related. Okay. Well, so. are we going to talk about the Comey thing? Because I don't have anything interesting or insightful to say that hasn't been said by smarter people than I. There and seems to be a lot of shit going down in DC. This is not. Well, I mean, that literally, stuff. by the time this podcast comes out, <laughs> like we it, we could be living in a post democracy America. Yes. I'm I'm excited about it. I'm not. I'm kidding. It was a joke. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah. It's. it's it's all the news all the it's time. It's a ma- well, yeah. But thankfully, there were other horrible things happening too. Yeah, I was worried. <laughs> well, because I was telling him today, I obviously wait till the last second to find any relevant news stories because that's how I got through my entire educational career, and I don't see why I need to change that now. No, why bother? Um, so today I was like poking around, and everything was like Trump and Comey and everything related, and I was like, I don't. The only shit I could find was like that friendly atheist posted to Facebook and I was like, well, that's not yeah. original who content. Needs read, <laughs> who needs to read that? <laughs> not me. I'll tell you that where we got to now. Um, um, okay. So anyway, this, this, so my point is I'm not going to bring anything to the table besides it's wine all good. and charm. I got a plant. Nice. That's all you need. <laughs> that's all. That's, that's my thing. <laughs> Let me, here's the story that really bugged me for the week, which okay. is, uh, it has to do with the comedian, Stephen Fry. Mm. This happened a few years ago, and somehow it's in the news now. Okay. But uh, in 2015, Stephen Fry is a comedian. He's British, so but he's been in stuff everyone's seen before. Yeah, you, um, you know it. You know Stephen Fry. Uh, I did as of a few years ago. I swear, when I first heard his name mentioned, like oh, really? years ago, I was like, who the hell is Stephen Fry? And then since then, I see him everywhere. Oh my, yeah, he's definitely one of those people that shows up. All over the place. I'm looking it up because I really live in fear that I'm talking about the wrong person. I remember hearing about him. I'm like, well, I don't know why everyone loves this guy. I mean, they do, but I don't know why. And then suddenly I think I was watching yeah. 24 or something and he's on there. I'm like, how did you show up in there as I'm... Well, he hosted, I think, um, QI, which is a British... Like, you know, they love their panel shows in Britain. Yes. He hosted one of those, which was a ah. real delight. I went through a... Real big QI phase. Anyway, he's a wonderful human being. He's a wonderful human being. He played Oscar Wilde, my favorite author. Did he really? Mm -hmm. He actually got, uh, I think, a Lifetime Achievement Award or some variation of that from Harvard, the humanist group at Harvard. (laughs) He's the best. And a staunch atheist. And a staunch atheist, which is, okay, so a few... Is this the bone cancer in children Yeah. It's back? Yeah. So in 2015, he does this interview uh, with a a host in, in Ireland And they ask him, I'm going to quote here, suppose it's all true and you walk up to the pearly gates and you're confronted by God. What will Stephen Fry say to him, her or it? Mm -hmm. And Stephen Fry famously, I think, because it's been quoted so many times, said, I'll say bone cancer in children. What's that about? How dare you? How dare you create a world in which there is such misery that Mm -hmm. is not our fault? It's not right. It's utterly, utterly evil. Why should I respect a capricious, mean-minded, stupid God who creates a world which is so full of injustice and pain? That's what I would say. He wasn't even done yet. But okay, oh, that's no. that's yeah. the gist of... Oh, he went on, by the way. And this is... Wor- <laughs> not that Hemant isn't doing yeah. like a grade A reading on this, but it's worth watching the interview. Because you don't like my accent? No, no, no. My Stephen Fry I just imitation. said you were doing a grade <laughs> reading. Um, but it, it's, I remember like where I was when I watched it because it was really, to me, really impactful. You rolled your eyes Anderson Cooper style as I was reading that. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, Stephen Fry went on to say, 
if uh, the God who created this universe, if it, if it was created by God, is quite clearly a maniac, an utter <laughs> maniac, totally selfish. <laughs> my favorite. We have to spend our life on our knees thanking him. What kind of God would do that? Blah, blah, blah. He could have made a creation in which that didn't exist. It's mm-hmm. simply not acceptable. Okay, you get the idea. Yeah, yeah. Does this interview a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and this is on state-run TV in Ireland, mm-hmm. like kind of like their BBC, uh, something like that. But here's the thing. In Ireland, they still technically have a blasphemy law, mm-hmm. which says you, if you offend people's sensibilities, you could be punished for it. Are they it. trudging it back up? Yeah. So get this. A guy <sighs> reports this interview recently. I think it's recently. Maybe he did it when it happened, but it only they looked into it now or something. Then this guy isn't even religious. He doesn't. The, the guy who complained said, I, "I don't. I wasn't offended by this, but but one might be. But one might be, and I have a civic duty to report it." Is more or oh, less his argument. Shit. Are you kidding? You no. Know? So he reports it, oh, and fuck that guy. the Come Irish on. government says, All right, "I mean, if you get one complaint, they have a duty to investigate it." I mean, even with the FCC, if right. some if someone complains about a Stephen Colbert joke like they did, the FCC Is that how it works? Has, like, literally, yes. if a person... If a person does it, they say they will investigate. So when the FCC said, you know, we're going to investigate Stephen Colbert and people made a big deal about it, that's not a big deal. Because anyone can launch an investigation and the FCC has to respond. Doesn't mean they're going to do anything about it. So the Irish government says, mm-hmm. well, we have to investigate this. But here's the here's the best part. Uh, they eventually said, we're not going to do anything about this. Cool. Um, and I want to make sure I, I get this thing right. Oh, are you going to do an Irish <laughs> accent then? I'm, Hot or tight, I'm that sorry. will I'm offend everyone if I do it. The Irish people said, the government said, we're not going to pursue this complaint because, quote, uh, because they were, quote, unable to find a substantial number of outraged people. <laughs> so... W- <laughs> Including the person who complained. I mean, I get, like, I guess, but what's the point of this dude coming for? Was he looking for, like, a cash grab or his name no, in the papers? No, you don't get ca- I, I, No, because he didn't like, even quote his name. I think he was anonymous, he was anonymous in anonymous? every article I read. Like, he didn't want his name in the public. Oh, he so knew, he's a sociopath. <laughs> he, he knew people would come after him or something. Like, what the hell are you doing? Then, what, then well, lo- that's a fair question, Hemant. What the hell is he doing? I think just tattletaling, like, oh, I saw someone jaywalking. I should report Hi-yi-yi-yi. it because, you know, he's breaking the law. Okay, so that's kind of funny that they had to drop these charges because no one actually cares. Right. But the more disturbing thing is Ireland has a blasphemy law. it's Ireland. (laughs) It's Ireland. It's not like uh, Iran. It's not Saudi Arabia. This is Ireland. I went to Ireland for a weekend. And you probably broke the law many, many times. An Irish guy dropped me in the street, so... Well, I mean, that that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you did, but it makes sense. It wasn't malicious. <laughs> um, no, that yeah, that is that is absolutely that that's insanity, and it's unacceptable, frankly. Like it's it the fact that it is 2017, and blasphemy laws are still on the books, and nobody's like, hey guys, maybe maybe this is something we should just. <laughs> there is atheist Ireland, a group there. I mean, they've been pushing for the government to reform the right. law to get rid of it, but as with any constitutional reform, it's not an easy thing to do. But you would think this is a bipartisan or whatever they have in there. 
You would think this is one of those things. We're everyone so can educated I, on international government. Sorry, Ireland. <laughs> you would think this is one of those things. They could just say like, yeah, that's a stupid law. Sure. Like, cause Which it is. Blasphemy is different to every person. There's mm-hmm. no ob- objective rule for this. So it's the fact that this is in the news. It's less about Stephen Fry and the Ireland dropping the charges. Right. And way more about, hey, this is something that's still in the books that someone could theoretically and be punished for. that people in the Irish government, like, took time out of their days and used... To respond to yeah, this. Yeah, used resources to be like, oh... Am I offended by this thing that happened two years ago that I haven't heard of up until now? Maybe. <laughs> let's let's pull the audience. It's totally messed up. And the punishment, by the way, for mm. uh, blasphemy in Ireland, if oh, you were God. convicted, which... Is it putting it, put them in the stocks? <laughs> I'm sorry. You're the only one laughing. I don't know why. I just that, made myself laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the punishment, if you were convicted, which I can't... I don't remember reading anything about anyone who's actually been arrested for this. 25,000 Irish pounds. Uh, I, Holy I don't shit. know the conversion rate, but it's probably... Well, I mean, the British pound is strong. I don't know how the Irish... <laughs> it's probably a lot. Uh, but well, no I mean, one's 25,000, like, anything. Anything, yeah. Maybe pesos. Yeah. So, the Isn't blasphemy so law, it exists. And in New Zealand, by the way, another country that has the blasphemy law... Okay, New Zealand blows my goddamn mind. Because... Because, I mean, because... I don't know how they let Flight of the Concords out of there if the blasphemy law is in Oh, my God. But the fact that another they Another country I've been to, and another country I fell in. <laughs> I don't know, probably. I was there for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Gotta stop sending you on these tours. Oh, uh, we should go on an international tour. <laughs> I'll get right on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have, like, 14 Patreon donors already. That's <laughs> enough to fund a global trip for like the eight people per city who want to meet can, us. We have one <laughs> gallon of gas right now. <laughs> um, like two. Thanks, Obama. All right. <laughs> the, New Zealand actually said like they well, tried to put it as a standalone thing. Right. And I don't think that's working. So they're going to try to put it as an amendment to a larger bill. So maybe. Well, and blasphemy why is. Why are these laws? The, and and New Zealand is the one, and maybe maybe this is mm-hmm. my ignorance about about the fine culture of the Kiwis, but like, I, I mean, I guess they have a city called Christchurch, so that's they do. Christchurch, Christchurch, Christchurch. Um, but I, I just it doesn't strike me as a like Ireland like is a well known Catholics and slash or Protestant country. <laughs> um, we do our research. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's both. Yes, that was based in historical fact. How dare you? All right. Um, but Ireland, excuse me, um, New Zealand doesn't strike me as that way. Like Australia is a aggressively non-religious country. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they have them, but more importantly, I don't know why they keep them there. And blasphemy is such a like catch-all, right? Yeah. Like, it, it. I'm offended by stuff. Right. Is like, that blasphemy? Laws then? like that make me nervous that they're so open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can say this of many across, you know, across the span of the world. But blasphemy is like. Doesn't mean anything, right? It's not because, like, in theory, like, if I say "God damn it," that's blasphemous. Yes, and you have broken the law if someone complains. I think. I have a question. Maybe we should have thought about this three years ago. Do podcasts fall under the FCC guidelines? Because <laughs> they were so I, fucked. 
No, because I don't think they're government. No, because it's not radio. It's not the and air. And it's not on the air, yeah. So I think this year there's more leeway with what you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I learned recently? podcasts that are on the air, like, I don't know, This American Life, they mm-hmm. have to bleep out stuff. Oh, yeah. You know what I learned recently is that the way, like, local channels work with the FCC, the reason the news is on all the time is because the FCC said, like, you can use this chunk of air, I don't know how TV yeah. works, in exchange for this much time per day you're dedicated to like informing people of what's going on. So that's why morning music radio has like sports and or mm. weather right, and right. traffic reports right. forever. And that's, that's why, why I don't listen to them. And because of that, um, there are people, <clears throat> God, this is me recalling an article I read three months ago, but there are people saying, well, there shouldn't be commercials on the news, on like the nightly news, say, because then you're kind of presenting this conflict of interest yeah. between informing your populace and trying to get viewers and make money. So they're saying like, no, you shouldn't be able to sell commercial space. That time is set aside to purely inform people. Interesting. It is interesting, right? Which is weird because a lot of the places that have the news are not really informing us of anything, are they? That's pretty sensationalized. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's (laughs) it for the blasphemy story. It's just messed up that these are even laws. And again, uh, there are groups that are working to overturn those. There yeah. are legislators who want to see it gone. Right. And for what but it's, it's worth, not, not stories yet. like this, I feel like, often get brushed under the rug because nobody was actively harmed this time. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's a really good example of a thing that, like, no, we should be. You know, when we talk about what the atheists as a group, are we best putting our time and effort toward you know, taking down the cross from the What do we all memorial. agree on? Not even what do we all agree on, but like, what are we going to take a stand on? Yeah. I guess? Like, where is our line in the sand? So should we be suing for, you know, um, um, church state separation? No, uh, specifically, specifically na- nativity scenes on sure. city property. Is that a good use of our time? Like that's arguable, but I think a it, blasphemy law, a blasphemy law is something that is absolutely a thing that we should be focusing on. Cause it's, so archaic and so dangerous. I don't know. Yeah. We don't have blasphemy laws. We do not, thankfully. Okay. So fuck I'm everything. So embarrassed. I didn't know that. I'm <laughs> sorry, guys. It, it, don't worry. They'll implement it soon after they're done doing all their other religious Jesus stuff. Jesus Christ! What the fuck is going on? Did you hear The Rock might run for president? I didn't read the article yet, but I saw the headline. Obviously, I only saw the headline. Yeah. Obviously, I did not read that article, but that made my day. Normally, I would have rolled my eyes at that thing, but it's like, eh, you're not Trump, so I guess I'm for I you mean, now. I mean, Reagan was an actor. Nah. Rock seems like a good guy. He's friends with <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda. That guy's my limit. Just test for nice people. Done. Okay. Uh, if if Lin-Manuel uh, Miranda wanted to run. Oh, my God. I would campaign so hard for <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh my I God. have no Lynn, idea what Lynn, they know about Lynn, anything besides Lynn. musical theater and acting. But okay, well, Lynn wrote a musical about the founding of our country, so I bet <laughs> he, he has he his something. civics in order. <laughs> All right, this story will Lynn, infuriate you. Call me. No, <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> I've had such a hard week. I can't be infuriated. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. I'm going to preface this by saying I'm vegetarian. Have been. So I'm I'm probably biased. And okay, I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not, <laughs> even though morally I think it's the right thing to do. <laughs> okay. So that's where I live. Okay, there is a thing, uh, kosher meat, halal meat, mm-hmm. and I was not aware of what exactly that meant until recently. Uh-huh. Um, but here's the idea. In, in certain countries, if you want to kill animals, 
uh, sorry if I'm getting this wrong, but the, the point's coming. I'm getting to the point. You have to, like, stun the animals, like, knock them unconscious, basically, before you can slaughter them. I'm sorry, this is in all meat um, production or just, I, like, okay, you know. All meat's the same to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh-huh. if you want to make kosher meat or halal meat, uh-huh. the animal has to be conscious when it's killed. That I did not know. Yeah. That's so, fucked up. Isn't it, though? So in Belgium uh, this week, a region of Belgium, politicians in Belgium, have voted to ban kosher and halal meats because they said it's cruel for the animals. Interesting. And the argument back, I mean, th- on the surface, that mm. kind of makes sense because it's like, yeah, if you're going to kill feels, animals, again, I guess. Again, it feels like a weird place to like plant your flag <laughs> in the sand. If you're going to kill animals, I guess there's that's the way to do it, even though that sounds messed up. I mean, Okay. Making them unconscious and then killing them doesn't if, really make me feel better. As if the process of becoming unconscious is like super fun and nice. Like yeah. it's an you're like we're killing animals. It's an unpleasant experience. Like sedating the criminal before you uh, do the death penalty. That doesn't make me think the death penalty is not no. a bad thing. You're anti-death penalty, right? I am. Yeah, I am too. I've yet to hear. Anyway, go ahead. I'm but, sorry. Let's not get into that. So the religious groups, uh, this is from a Jewish group. This sends a terrible message to Jewish communities throughout our continent that Jews are unwanted. Oh, shit. Um, oh, shit. Oh, uh, we call on legislators to step back from the brink of the greatest assault on Jewish religious rights in Belgium since the Nazi occupation of the country in World War II. Okay, he had me for a sec. <laughs> yeah. And kinda, then the most... Cross that line, though, huh? <laughs> the Muslim representative quoted in one news report, uh, much more relaxed about it, but oh, he just said Muslims are worried about whether they can eat halal meat. Okay, that's a better statement. Anyway, but I mean, okay, I go back to the point that if you're going to kill animals saying that, no, we should slaughter them while they're still conscious, that seems pretty messed up. But then again, I still think the stunning them first, that does not seem better I mean, that's a weird comparison to make that, well, at least we're doing this before we kill them. Uh, yeah, I completely I don't, agree. I, is, that, is that religious discrimination of sorts? That's the, really the question I was going to get at. So I, okay, I wouldn't say it on its face is religious discrimination, but I do think it's always worth treading lightly around <laughs> general Jewish culture because They've been through stuff. They've been through stuff and and are frequently victimized for no specific reason. They're they've played the scapegoat time and time again. So it always makes me <clears throat> uncomfortable to see somebody targeting something against the Jewish people as a whole. That does make me kind of ick a little now, bit. Now I guess the one dif- uh, response to that would be this wasn't anti-Jewish. This wasn't anti-Muslim. This was mm. anti a certain practice that certain people do with animals. They're against this practice, right. and it just so happens right. that these well, religious I mean, groups do that practice. So it wasn't really but religious so discrimination. That's the thing. But it's like the... So, like, yeah, I'm sensitive to like how people have to shit all over Jews, which sucks. But at the same time, like, we in America tell people, like, yeah, I don't care about your religion. You have to in theory, vaccinate your kids, or you have to do, like, there's certain, um, there's certain lines we won't cross in, in deference to religion. And I'm, God, struggling to think of a good example in the U.S., but I'm sure there's, like, so, okay, so, okay. All right, I got one. Good job, yeah. Jess. Um, uh, polygamy. Yes. Was supposed to be, a, and it's obviously not the same thing, but it is part of the Mormon religion. It is in, depending on who you ask, a 
key part of what makes that religion important and a key important part of it. And we as a country have said, no, I don't care about your religion. Even if Mormons disagree and many do. Yeah. Yeah. We have said it doesn't matter what your religious belief is. This is a thing we don't allow. I I will say I don't think polygamy is necessarily warranted of being outlawed. I think it's a very <laughs> complicated topic, and Mormons have a history of marrying y- young children. But on its face, like I don't think polygamy should be outlawed. I just need to say that. But so, like, but the idea is it doesn't matter what your religion is. It's the concept. This is this is the law. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I know what you're getting at. Um, in this case, though, the one thing I should point out, Denmark banned the uh, halal and kosher slaughter. They banned it in 2014. Oh. Um, Switzerland did it recently as well. Oh, I didn't I'm know sorry. I, I lied. I, let me make correct this. Switzerland also bans halal kosher slaughter. Uh-huh. You have to stun the animals. They made that decision in 1893. What? Um, so really? they're way ahead of the curve on this. And in January, the Netherlands banned this. So, so it's Netherlands, precedent. So this there isn't is the precedent. first time that's yes. okay. That makes Belgium me feel is now following suit and saying, yeah, I mean, they did it. It makes sense. Yeah. If you're going to kill the animals, stun them first so they're unconscious, then slaughter the hell and cut their heads off. Again, I don't <laughs> get meat. But <laughs> I mean, other people have done this. It was not. To go after a certain group of people, sure. even though that's who it affected. So I don't know. It makes sense to uh, me. It's complicated. But, yeah. So anyway, I don't know where to go with that. I just know, well, there's that. And then uh, I do have another story that has that seems similar Meat because related. it also goes after Jews and Muslims. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> those guys have had it too easy for too yes. long. Well, OK. So this time uh, this is a different story. Um, in Norway, there is a. A part of their government, a party in their government. They're not in the majority, but they have proposed a law banning circumcision until the age of 16. Totally banning it, saying basically it's kind of the same argument, which is ritual genital mutilation. Don't do it to your kids. That's the rule. And if the kids want to get it done after they're 16, they have that right. They can go get it done fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe, yeah, the, the, the proponents of the Norwegian bill, they said circumcision constitutes mental and physical harm to children and constitutes a serious violation of children's rights. Uh, and we're talking about the Progress Party. That is the third largest party, 29 of 169 seats. It is not a majority by any sure. means. But they're there. But they're there. And again, who does this affect? Well... In Jewish, uh, I don't know if this is all Jews, but in a lot of Jewish groups, you have circumcision at birth. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the Muslim faith, a lot of groups do it, but you don't necessarily have to do it at birth. Right. And obviously, we've seen that in some Muslim majority countries, and I know this is culture as much as religion, they obviously do it to women too, and that's Mm -hmm. uh, to girls, and that's messed up Mm -hmm. too. And here's the thing like, I I know there is. There are girls I went to high school with who. No way. Had general mm-hmm. You're kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was their background? Um, I know she was Indian. I don't. I think wow. she was Muslim, but I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. So what happens? So uh, this is the thing. Like circumcision is not going away in Norway, but you have to be 16, and that makes sense to me. Like yeah. on the surface, like if you want to do that to yourself, it's like getting a tattoo. I mean, you go ahead and do whatever you want to with your body yeah. when you're of an age to make that decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. 
um, this is not about health. This is right. about a parent's religious tradition or cultural tradition. I was going to say, I, I, I think at this point, it's, I would argue it's much more cultural than it is, than it is um, um, religious. religious. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, there, I don't think there are any compelling arguments for circumcision. Yeah. And the health ones, I, I've seen. I feel like I've seen debunked so many yeah, times. Yeah, I mean, they're that, really. There's sorry really if no this is weird to listen to, but if you, for guys, if you clean yourself properly, mm-hmm. like those health things that circumcision is supposed to help with, mm-hmm. y- you're gonna be fine. But you yeah. got to be hygienic, right? So I, I don't know what the arguments are in favor of it. No. Um, and honestly, if uh, I, I'm paraphrasing and I'm going to butcher it, uh, whatever Christopher, uh, Christopher Hitchens said about a way back when, which is like, who looks at a newborn baby and a, a beautiful newborn baby and says like, get me a rock. I need to rip part of this kid's body off. Yeah. Like it's messed up. No, it really is. If it, you it took re- religion out and tradition out of the picture, Completely this would up. make no sense. Completely fucked up. So, yeah. But it, again, this specifically affects Jews and Muslims because they do it and they think this is an attack on them. It doesn't help that this is also happening uh, in Belgium with the animals. Yeah, no, I mean, that I would argue maybe a hundred years ago, like that is very specific to, to Jewish people, but I would say in 21st century world, I would say it's more of a cultural deal, right? Yeah, I, I, I find it very hard to sympathize with the religious groups that are trying to do this stuff that, in yeah. the animal case, it just seems unnecessarily cruel, mm-hmm. though I say that about the stunning followed by death. But in this case, this is irreversible genital mutilation. Yeah. The kids don't get a choice in this. That seems, again, unnecessarily mm-hmm. cruel to do. And I don't know what the explanation is to do yeah. it. Yeah, the I mean, and I've heard, God, that the circumcision debate has been raging, especially in the last decade or so. People have really kind of gotten on, the, and it's definitely a thing that, like, like I said, there's absolutely no compelling evidence, and it is genital mutilation. But for some reason, it doesn't like spark my outrage button. Really? I don't know why. I don't know why. Because is like, it because you're 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 used to hearing people a hundred percent, and like. I understand it is a flaw on my end. Like, it is objectively a bad but, thing. But, like, it's just one of those things that I can't get riled up over. Yeah. Because people do. Like, but I think this is the problem. Get riled up this over is it. the problem because, oh, because we're so I'm used to it. part of the problem. No. <laughs> That's where I live. It, it's me, too, because I didn't really get worked up, about, uh, worked up about this for a long time because I'm so used to it. I mean, certainly in the Indian culture, this is something people do as well. Uh-huh. Um, Guys, so Hemant's Indian. Do we know that? Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is something I've I've heard about forever. And it's just like, oh, this is what happens when kids are born or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's just... And it wasn't until much later that mm-hmm. I put together like the, wait a minute, if you, if you take away religion and culture and tradition, mm-hmm. I don't know why the hell we do this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. It's a weird subject because if you haven't thought about it, I can see why... People probably wouldn't think twice yeah, about no, it. No, hundred percent. And I know there are like the quote unquote intactivists who are so they're like PETA. It's like gung ho about this is messed up and you I can't, can't do this. If I love or hate that poor Mando, <laughs> right? Um, and they're totally I intense about them. it, but they make sense. No, that's the thing is they're not. 
they're not wrong. They're not wrong. They it's might be just, annoying at times, the thing is, but like, they're not wrong. You see, like, you know how high my energy level is when I get really yeah. mad about a thing. I can't apply that to everything and I can't <laughs> fake it. So like, this is a thing that I just can't. And it's happened before that. You're like, I'm mad about this thing. I'm like, I can't, I can't take the <laughs> journey with you, buddy. Um, but no, you, it's, th- that's right. That's the right thing to do. Like oh, circumcision is fucked. <laughs> one commenter wrote on my website. Uh, I'm not sorry that protecting children upsets your community. To the religious people. Ooh, um, that. Yeah. Okay. We're going to move to a, one happy topic before I, I depress Thank you some more. God, no. Um, this was uh, on Reddit. Uh, someone asked, this is on Ask Reddit. That's a Reddit. Theists of Reddit, what are some of the questions you have for atheists? Um, and I'm, I'm sure gonna, they have some really original shit that we haven't heard a million times, haven't I'm going to skip over some of the crazier <laughs> ones. But here, here's uh, the first one that I thought was good. Okay. A lot of religious people get frustrated or angry because of bigoted or ignorant people in their faith who give a bad reputation to everyone else. Mm-hmm. Do atheists have similar reactions yeah. to the stereotypical of kind of Reddit that's, atheists? That's what it means to be in a society is like, yeah, we have this like sort of tenuous bond, especially atheists. We have this tenuous... We all don't believe in God, which makes us a minority of people. But like beyond that, spoilers, <laughs> some atheists are assholes yeah. and some aren't. And like some are both. I would argue pretty easily that I am both an asshole and not an asshole, depending on what the situation calls for. <laughs> but like, of course, uh, yeah. of course. It, it's been interesting that, you know, as a blogger, I don't see it as much. As Me a, being an asshole? No, no, no. As, <laughs> I don't see people saying like, uh, you're... You must be like blogger X Y Z because you're a blogger. You're an atheist. You must be angry. I don't really hear that much. Oh, that's interesting. I definitely don't hear it with podcasting. No one says like, "Oh, you're nobody listening," because no one's listening. <laughs> but on YouTube, where most of my videos are about like atheism one oh, one, yeah, and they criticize everything about how I look. It's so weird. I'm never um, gonna go on YouTube ever in my entire life. Man, they're harsh, but. On YouTube, I do get this a lot where they're like, when people talk about YouTube atheists, mm. I know what they mean. 100%. And I'm like, eh, I don't talk and about other topics. And I also think there's, there's a specific, I think there's also a phase aspect of atheism, especially if you've come out of, of faith or and slash or you're just like learning about kind of the things that are sort of commonplace to people who have been atheists. have been atheists for a while and have kind of settled into like like you know I only certain things set me off in a fl- in a blind rage but when you're just having your eyes opened to it everything's sort of triggering this like anger thing and so there's definitely an element that I understand like I've never been one that came out of religion but I get the idea of like I've just spent the last 20 25 40 years in this religion and now I see it for what it is and I'm fucking mad about it <laughs> but yeah I mean it's a certain brand I mean, it's the same as anything just people get mad about shit yeah there's always going to be bad eggs in your opinion in right. any group you're in yeah. so yeah uh here's a different question how many of you left because of bad experiences with the church or some other group of people in your religion uh to which I would say, I think a lot of people, for a lot of atheists, mm-hmm. that may very well be what spurs it. But I, I've never met anyone who said, I'm an atheist because, oh, I'm sorry, I, I have heard this sometimes, but it's not often. I left religion because my church uh, just was bad. 
that's usually the first domino. Sure. But it takes several more for them to say, I don't believe in God anymore. I Maybe mean, I leave that church. I was just about to say, and there's I go to a different many one. people who leave their specific church or religion and find something maybe a little bit less intense or like not a cult. There's a, God, I can't think of the documentary, but have you ever heard of the Church of God? I don't know. It was a cult in like the 80s and 90s. It's like bonkers, bananas, crazy. Like it was it was very oppressive, very abusive, like promoted sex among children. It was a really Yeesh. insane, crazy cult. Um, and there was a... Um, a documentary, I think it's on, I think I found it on YouTube. That's where I found mm-hmm. my documentaries. But anyway, uh, it's about this one family's story. It's this British family and a mother, and she has a few daughters, one of whom died in the cult because they wouldn't let her get uh, medical attention, one of whom had a baby really young, like all this shit. And anyway, they all got out of the cult, and the ma- they showed sort of their after story. You know, it's this 26-year-old girl with four kids because she was in a cult, and that's what happens when white men run cults. But my point to all of this is to say that this woman who brought her children into a cult and destroyed lives, left one of her daughters dead, still goes to church every Sunday. So I don't think that it's a, you know, one in one thing of my church is shitty, therefore I'm an atheist. It's my church is shitty, so like I need to find another path. Right. So I don't think, I, I'd be curious if, that's more of a trigger is a thinking critically thing. That may be a thing. I think a lot of people are spurred to question their faith right. because of a bad experience, but that's not the reason they suddenly just stop. Just because your pastor was not good right. or you met someone who's a bad Christian, that doesn't make you not believe in God. Mm-hmm. That just makes you question like, oh, I guess my religion isn't all it's cracked up to be. Well, I should do some more research. Well, into and this. you can argue, argue that like they're perpetrators of this bad garbage. Like, they are actively acting against what their religion calls for, and they still practice. Yeah. Obviously, I'm thinking <laughs> of Catholic priests. They're such yes. an easy target. Oh, we'll get to that. Uh, oh, there's more. <laughs> do you ever have doubts like we do? No. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, I don't know. Like, sometimes coincidences happen. I'm like, oh, that's pretty bonkers. Yeah, I think that's about as far as it gets. Yeah. I, once you've Once you've thought through... This mm-hmm. whole thing, and you're like, okay, you know what? I don't think there's anything supernatural out there, yeah. so I'm an atheist. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know, I feel like it's very it's hard perfect. to get me to think, well, I guess this thing is supernatural, because mm-hmm. I've already reasoned my way through that. Right. But I can totally see how if you haven't thought through this stuff, mm-hmm. if you're religious, um, I could see how there are things that make you question God. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I know mean, a lot of atheists who say... No, I think God could exist because this thing happened. I haven't heard that discussion happen. No, I haven't. Felt I don't that think either. it's very common. And I, I will say about myself, like I'm a sucker for storytelling. So yeah. if somebody tells a really compelling story, that the root of it is like this crazy coincidence that, like, oh God must. I don't doesn't make me believe more in God, but I like that's a good story to tell of like, oh, somebody connected the dots for us. Yeah. But no, I mean, because that's the whole basis of atheism, right? Is the like, what if you're wrong? Right. And they talk about that all the time. And, 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 you know, when usually we laugh it off because we right. have, it's not like this is a new argument to us. Pascal's wager. Thank like you. we have thought this <laughs> thing through. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always funny. I mean, I've heard people give talks where they'll mention atheists will mention Pascal's wager uh-huh. or the description of it. 
And we all laugh in the crowd because every time a religious person brings it up, it's yeah. always like, let me let me throw this one at you because oh, you've never heard it before. <laughs> yes, and that's the reaction. Like, my God, we've heard this oh, every oh, time. Oh, like they bring it up like, got you, atheist. <laughs> Checkmate, yeah. Do we do we assume everybody knows Pascal's Wager? Uh, Go ahead and Sure, explain. Pascal's Wager, if you... If you believe in God, the argument is you should believe in God because if you do Mm -hmm. and you're right, uh, you get to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. And if you're wrong uh, and God doesn't exist, the worst thing in believing in it is you've wasted some time. But if you don't believe in God Mm -hmm. and if you're right, great, I guess you're still going to (laughs) die. But if you're wrong and you don't believe in God, you're going to suffer in hell for all of eternity. So, like, if you game theory out this whole thing... I mean, it is, like, the definition of game theory, isn't it? Yeah, you should then believe in God. Um, But that's a stupid thing because they totally ignore the fact that what if you believe in the wrong God? And what about all that wasted time and money and energy? Well, and and it's such a black and white way to look at the world because that is too... too, And do you think I'm just suddenly gonna believe because it's the... Like, mathematically, I guess it's right, so I guess I believe. Because belief doesn't work that way. It's not sincere. But also, you have to think of, like... you know They say, okay, you're... What do you have to gain? What do you have to lose? And there, what do you have to lose? is like, oh, you go to church on Sundays or whatever. But, like, I feel like we could argue, what do you have to lose? Like, I don't know, as a woman, my independence (laughs) and self-sufficiency and, you know, my clit. I'm so sorry. I said clit. (laughs) FCC is going to come after us Oh, they're going to get us. But, like, yeah, there's a ton I can lose by going with the religion just to be safe. And, like, what a garbage way to live your life is to sort of, like, ugh. Okay. Uh, another question. Do yep. you assume that a member of a religion believes every single thing that religion preaches? I don't assume it, but I also kind of feel that they're accountable for it. it it's one of those things that's weird. Like if you're a Catholic. How and do you, you drink ca- caffeine at 945 at night? Oh, I could drink like a giant thing of coffee right How now. And I sleep? would fall. I don't sleep. It's true. Anytime Hammond <laughs> call texts me about this show, it's at like three in the morning. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I coach the high school team too, and they always make fun of me because, like, my emails to them about yeah. like uh, I'm editing one of their talks or something. It's like, what, did you email me at three thirty? I'm like, what's wrong with this? What I, you, I don't get why this. But is then weird. you also email me like six. So I don't. When I get an email from you at six o'clock, I don't know if you're still up or up Are already. Are we talking AM or PM? Who fucking cares? <laughs> I'm sorry, I threw us way off track because you're just like fucking housed a diet Pepsi, wild cherry. It's delish. It, it's pretty good. Um, no, no, no. But I'm sorry. Uh, oh, so yeah. Do I expect somebody? So somebody tells me they're Catholic. So yes. I have a lot of family who is Catholic. I know for a fact they don't believe in all of it because I have <laughs> seen firsthand them super not do. But I also. Th- uh, but if you're giving money to the church. If you're giving money in the church. What are you giving the money for? I mean, it is to advance these certain set of values and things. So you might be a Catholic who uses birth control. You shouldn't be. But then the church actively opposes birth control and contraception. If you have an abortion, you're doing something the church doesn't want you to do. I'll tell you, uh, all of the Catholics I know in my getting... life have been on birth control and slash or have had abortions. Yeah. And so the question <laughs> is like... massively Catholic <laughs> community. <laughs> So obviously religious people don't believe in every single thing their church teaches, which makes you, which is to our point, which is you're cherry picking everything anyway. What is it that you believe? Okay. Here's what <laughs> I will put forth in the, and you know, I don't like defending religious people. Defend I'm just kidding. Them. They're, they're fine. <laughs> um, you're a Democrat, right? Me? <laughs> 
Have you listened to the show? <laughs> that was a rhetorical question, ah. but thank you for calling me out. Do I like everything the Democrats do? That's what I'm no. saying. No. <laughs> so piss is me it off but you so much? Yeah, I know. But in general, but you're a Democrat. I am. Um, How is that? And this isn't me trying to like yeah. lock you in a corner, but like, can you talk me through the difference there? Because sure. I, I honestly don't know. I feel like I can help move the party more to the left by speaking out in favor of the things I like. So we've talked about this before. When the election came around, of course I voted for Hillary Clinton. But in the primaries in you Illinois, voted I voted for Bernie. Why? That was one of our first like just chatty episodes. It was. Yeah. And why? Because it's like, you know what? I know he's not going to win the primary. But I don't he's think dragging Hillary but to he's the dragging left. her to the left and I like that and I want to move the rest of the party that mm-hmm. way. So good. But religion specifically says you're not going to move us on these issues, even but, though some of them uh, have on like LGBT say, issues. Okay, so say I'm Catholic and say I don't believe everything the Catholic Church does, yeah. but I believe most of it. So I think there is a difference, which is I'm that... I'm devil's advocate no, and I so like hard. It. But the difference is the Catholic Church says this is what you have to believe. These are like the non-negotiable oh, things about our faith. That's a good point. At least with the political party, they very specifically can and do change all the time based on what they think their party wants. That's a really good point. So I, it doesn't bother me. I don't know that it's a, I don't know that it's a perfect analogy, but no. at least within the Democratic Party, yeah, of course I don't like everything. But I there are things I can fight for. And I'm not a heretic for saying so. You're and not I'm, outcast by questioning a yeah. single thing. Um, but I think it, this just goes to show in religion, like, if you say you are a non-denominational Christian, okay, I can assume you believe in a certain, you believe that Jesus uh, died sure. for our sins, you believe God answers your prayer or listens to your prayers. I believe you describe yourself as spiritual. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> even if you go to that, though, but if, when you say you're Catholic, that's a very specific specific thing mm-hmm. i do wonder like if how many catholics have we talked to uh in in life not on the podcast per se who don't think a communion wafer a consecrated communion wafer is the literal body of christ they don't know their own faith they're like no it's just a metaphor no yeah you your catholic church says it's literally jesus you are mm-hmm. eating jesus no, you're 100% if you right. don't believe that why are you calling yourself a cat that's one of the and, non-negotiables and where's, and where's the line drawn for yeah. you I mean, okay like if you're willing to think that transubstantiation isn't a real thing then like but Jesus rising from the grave was definitely is, for sure. It's not like uh, young earth creationism versus evolution. Even Christians will say it's not a point of salvation. You could believe what you want to about yeah. that. But when it comes to Catholicism or something specific, mm-hmm. transubstantiation isn't up for debate. No, yeah. This is the rule. So I don't get that. No. Um, so I know they don't believe everything the religion preaches necessarily. But in some cases, but, but I this, really do wonder why they belong to that tribe when they don't believe in the like, the essential parts of it. Because it's complicated. Because yeah. it's so much more complicated than that. It's Ugh. your whole family and everybody you know and everybody you've ever met goes to the church. And so that's what you have to do. <laughs> it's I, As somebody who grew up non-religious, I'm, I'm exceedingly empathetic toward people who feel like I have to go through the motions because this is what's expected of me. Because I think everybody has that in their life, right? Of like, I don't think that you know i i don't think this but i'm not gonna like argue with it right now or i'm just gonna go through the motions i don't want to say it makes me comfortable right it makes me comfortable and it decreases the chance that i'll fight with my parents on christmas (laughs) which i think everybody's down to avoid 
I'm gonna I'm gonna ask one more question, then we'll move on to a different thing. Okay. Which is, why do you think anyone else? Ca- I'm gonna wait till you're done drinking. Why do you think? <laughs> why okay. do you think anyone else cares? Because this is the stereotype of atheist, right? Like it's kind of like being a vegan. Like cares about my atheism. Yeah, like, I don't think anybody else cares. I think the stereotype though is uh, we all know you're an atheist because you can't stop talking about it. Yeah. You tell everyone. Um, but I'll tell you why I I think everyone. Uh, why do I think anyone else cares? Like, because people do complain about, why do you post about this? Why are you complaining about God? Just don't believe and move on with your life. Because to me, religion gets in the way of so many good things. So, and that bothers me and I want to fight against that. So I I can't remember what the context was, but I'm in like a, a Facebook group that's like a private secret, whatever. And I mentioned something about atheism or atheist or whatever. And this woman commented on it saying like, because it talked about the movement. Oh, some. Oh, because somebody on the comments talked about how our movement, the problem with the atheist movement, is it's too. He. It was a word for pro women that I can't remember off the top of my head. It, it was just. It was because we talked about the red pill and people freaked oh, the right. fuck out. Guys, we don't care. <laughs> like, don't stop talking to us about that. I could not care about anything less than I care about the red pill. But anyway, somebody said it was too. It was like history's histrocentric centric or something but anyway so i po- i posted that because i was like fuck white guys as usual <laughs> as is my mantra but anyway this what somebody commented like i don't get because we were talking about the atheist movement and women in the atheist yeah. movement and is it does it is it plagued by misogyny and yada 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 and somebody's <laughs> like i don't get the quote atheist movement i don't believe in unicorns i don't have an there's no unicorn movement. And I just commented, uh, well, if your boss told you you couldn't get birth control because a unicorn <laughs> told him so, then you might care about <laughs> unicorns. And it was like, for me, my peak social media Nicely movement done. of like, I've been waiting for like eight <laughs> years for somebody to say that phrase to me because I've had that teed up <laughs> and ready to go. <laughs> it was so <laughs> meaningful. Anyway, um, what were we asking? I don't know anymore. Um, oh, why do we care? Why do we care? I don't. I, I wish care. I wish we didn't have to. I don't want to care. I have yeah. so Hemet. I have so much shit I need to do. I'm so backed up in my Etsy shop. <laughs> I don't want to be worried about whether or not like some 25 year old woman can get birth control, even though she works at Hobby Lobby, because our insurance bullshit is such garbage that it depends on her employer like pulling this. Sw- I don't want to do this. Yeah. We've decided this shit. We, women are if my religion, mom's generation and her mom's generation march with us for years and years and years. So we don't have to have this goddamn debate anymore. But you guys, you won't let it go. We have Donald Trump pretending he's Christian. Like of all of the garbage he says, I'm sorry. <laughs> you think you're a Christian, sir? Sir with three marriages, <laughs> sir, sir, grabbing by the pussy. I'm sorry. That was in the Bible. He was just quoting it. I just don't. Anyway, we've talked about this, right? I of know. like this election meant, quote unquote, Christian conservatives don't care about Christianity. They care about like fucking over poor people and fucking over immigrants and fucking over women. That if they is get power, their, that's what uh, they want. And, and they have been following through. They're not the family values people. Yeah, like they claim if, to be. I don't understand. Okay. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't understand how. Where did you pull that soapbox out from? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. And I probably say this every episode and I get this amped up about it. 
a party that calls itself Family Values because they do. They ever since what was it the seventies when they like invaded the South and we're like you're one of us now when they in- infiltrated their religious right. Oh, uh, the religious point, right, yeah, started in the seventies, really. So at that point, they kind up of after that, yeah, so. they kind of brought in like, oh yeah, we're Baptist too. Look at praise Jesus, we can do it too. Look at my arms. For that same party to claim these family values and claim we're the party of family and aggressively take away benefits for families is untenable and it's fucked up. And it, it it leaves them wide open for me to say this. Y'all are fucking racist. Like you don't care. You don't care about like poor urban youth. I don't care how much you say family values. If a family isn't a married couple, the dad's employed, the mom stays at home and they have kids and they're in their twenties and they're Christian. You don't give a flying fuck about them. So stop pretending you're the family. Va- I'm sorry. I got off on a rant. I'm sorry. I'm just, it's just been a, it's been a hard week. Haven't yes. Yes, it has. Tomorrow's jeans day at work though. So I'm pretty psyched. <laughs> casual Friday. Uh, it's not casual Friday. It's jeans Friday. Usually jeans casual Friday. Friday is still like wear a blazer, but like, I don't know. I don't, don't wear, pants wear a full pantsuit. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, Hammond, can All we right. talk about how I can make this my full-time job? <laughs> Guys, donate to Patreon. <laughs> I just want to hang out with my dog and yell in a microphone. Why is that? That feels that, like a really reasonable career. It it should be if it's I not. I think it should be. <laughs> All right, this will piss you off. I'll wait till you take God a drink until it, I say Hammond. this one. Um, there's a debate uh, in Missouri. They are debating an... Uh, a bill that would have included an amendment prohibiting discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation. Oh, I sure hope I don't know that why we're debating people's pass. rights, but yep, they were trying to pass this bill. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was that was an amendment. It was part of a larger bill, but they wanted to make sure you can't discriminate against people who are gay, whatever, LGBT. Um, to which a state representative, a Republican, surprise. Rick Bratton. A Republican. Rick Bratton? Rick Bratton. Hashtag he white said, guy. Name. <laughs> There's one in episode now, I think. I'm going to just quote this. Uh, he was fighting against the discrimination Rick. amendment because he wants to discriminate because that's what he does with his faith. And he said, quote, when you look at the tenets of religion, of the Bible, of the Quran, of other religions, I am quoting here. There is a distinction between homosexuality and just being a human being. (gasps) No. Uh Uh-huh. What's the distinction between homosexuality and human beings? Which I guess he's right, because homosexuals are awesome. Holy shit. Way better than human beings. But (laughs) what the hell is he... Who says that? So this is... You know what? Here's here's the thing. The thing is this. Sometimes it's satisfying to hear these Republicans, these conservatives, actually say what they mean. <laughs> yeah, you he know? wasn't coding that one. Right, and that's what I kind of talked about in the last year about Trump, of he's saying all of the, like, the things that Republicans have been dog whistling for years. Yeah, women should be punished for an abortion. Exactly. Things like that. And that's always been like the subtext and the dog whistle of what the GOP is saying. There's something and refreshing isn't the right word, but I'm going to use it anyway. Refreshing about like, oh yeah, I don't see gay people as full human beings. Yeah. 
And yeah. he's and and I feel like we see that a lot with women. Of they don't really love the sinner, hate the sin. They no. hate the sinner too. They hate everybody only who that doesn't sinner. look and act like them. Yeah. Well, and you see that, and there's there's like subtleties when when you hear somebody like Trump talking about when he talks to a crowd and like, oh, we're not going to let them do a thing. But he'll say things like, oh, we're not going to let women bosses around, which isn't a, a <laughs> quote. But it, that the, idea. he uses phraseology like that that says, I am talking to men and men are my target audience and women aren't other. And Christians who agree with me or whatever. Right. And maybe you would hope that that sort of bluntness mm-hmm. makes people realize, oh, this is all fucked up, this stuff that we believe. Because Republican, <laughs> if it doesn't personally affect them, Republicans right. don't give a shit about it. And yeah. that's what that's what I find fucking beyond infuriating, that like no Republicans gave a shit about gay rights until like, oh, my son's gay. Like, oh... Oh, did you know they're real people? Like, yeah, dude, I've known that for my whole life. And so this guy can go jump up his own ass. But also, you know, at least he's fucking blunt. At least he's not using weird coded language and like calling them sinners or calling them whatever. But also, guys, you're running the country and you represent everybody. And that means me and it means Hemant and it means gay people. By and the way, his that amendment that he was fighting against yeah. didn't make it into the bill then. So he won that battle. So they're not Fuck. humans. And the bill that ultimately passed will, quote, make it more difficult to sue for discrimination. Oh, according good. According to the newspaper you know why? article Hemant, about it. That's super been the problem all I along. Know. Yes. Is like people are just like, oh, I love to be discriminated against. Is- I get so much good press <laughs> and I get so much money for it. If you guys could see Jessica's dancing as she I says just, that. I just am mad. Yes. Uh, Rick Bratton, by the way, has a history of Dumbass stuff. How dare he have that uh, name? He once, I'm going to quote here, he proposed requiring the father's consent before an abortion, except in cases of, quote, legitimate rape. Missouri, same state as Aiken. Missouri, what the fuck are y'all doing? He also suggested college football players who uh, refuse to play for political reasons uh-huh. uh, should just lose their scholarships. He wants creationism taught in school. I mean, he's every stereotype rolled into one. Can I see his picture? Do you have his picture pulled up? Uh, yeah. Or can you just like describe him to me? White. Paint a word picture. White. Obviously, he's white. Okay, so I'm imagining him like white, like Paul Ryan hair. I'm showing you the picture. Oh, he's younger than I thought he would be. He is pretty young. So he's just an asshole. Yeah. Like he's not, he doesn't even have the excuse of like I'm sixty, so I'm <laughs> yeah. set in my ways. He's like 35, 40. Yeah, he's our age, our age-ish. Mm. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy and his whole life philosophy. And like what what is he gaining by that? That's I, my question. Where what is he gaining here? Because that's what he's I He's pushing his religion. That's what he wants. I mean, wants. He's, he's trying to earn brownie points, right? With so the Christian he, side, maybe he actually believes it, but He's a bad person. I always, I know it's a joke online, but every time they bring up the fact when people are so anti-gay, they're probably hiding something. They always Who are. Knows? And that, <laughs> I, I someone feel, quoted, "It's Haggard's law." <laughs> I just think it's one of those things that, like, it's I, I live a very real live and let live philosophy that until. Until it until you're trying to push your garbage onto me, 
let's just like let bygones be guy. Yeah. By, it be really bygones. is a low priority for me if he just happened to believe crazy shit. Right. I really, I'm. You're not on my radar. But when people ask like, why do atheists care and why do you complain so much about God? It's because this guy's in Rick power. White guy cares. He's in power. He gets to make laws. And it's infuriating. And the red pill guy. Hey, guys, did you know the red pill is the same as men's right activism? I sure am glad you all sent me those links. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs> we love your emails. Keep sending them. I have one more story for you. Fine. Which is uh, the uh, answers in Genesis. This is Ken Ham's Creation Museum Ark Encounter Group. Ken Ham, I'm not familiar. Can yeah. you tell me all about him? He's a creationist. What's Genesis again? Genesis is the oh, it's Bible Genesis. beginning. Uh, God created the world. Twice. Um, twice. I don't want to brag, but I did read <laughs> you got Genesis. The, you got through one and two I there. I got through one and two. Yeah. I didn't find out until I was 22 <laughs> that there were two versions of Genesis. So yeah, and they contradict each other. You should. I mean, and if you're taking the biblical, if you're taking the Bible literally, it contradicts itself. Funnily on the first enough, page. the second round of Genesis was Adam and Steve. So like, hey, <laughs> that's a huge twist. Who knew? <laughs> Answers Somebody in Genesis. Read that. Was so excited. <laughs> uh, they were they were parading this from the rooftop that one of their like staff geologists, because this is answers I'm in sorry, Genesis. Can we make sure we yes. put quotes around Big geologists? Air quotes. They do have a few PhDs on staff. And this is always interesting because a couple of those PhDs come from Christian schools and you can question how credible those PhDs really are. Hmm. But here's the thing. Uh, this is backdrop for this story. Okay. There are some PhDs on their staff who work with them or for them who have PhDs from legit schools and earned legit PhDs. And they work for Ken Ham. And they work for Ken Ham. And this is the thing. Do you think he pays really well? I think they have nowhere else to go. Oh, yeah. But here's the interesting thing, because this happened uh, years ago. Uh-huh. Um, at the New York Times even wrote an article about this maybe about a decade ago, where there was a guy who is a creationist, but he went to a public university, mm-hmm. studied whatever the hell he studied, geology, something like that, like a legit science. Yeah. And basically, he wrote his thesis and did the research. And if you read the paper, he I refers he refers to an Earth that's whatever millions of uh-huh. years or life is being. So he towed the line. He totally played the scientist line and everything. But if you ask him, do you actually believe the Earth is this old or humans have been around for this long? He's like, no, the Earth was created like six thousand years ago. So the question wow, is this. that feels like a waste of a lot of time and effort and money. <laughs> right. Can you imagine getting your PhD? Well, you have your master's, right? I have my master's, yeah. So how much work was that? It wasn't much. Oh, Jesus. It's really sad. Kevin, come I on. I mean, it was a lot of time, but like, seriously, it's... It was well, regardless. Hard. But like, okay. if you do a PhD, you are doing real work. And unlike this guy, you, unlike a master. <laughs> I just had to go to class. It, I studied a few days. That's I how I got through college. Right? I just showed up and... <laughs> Paid mild attention. Yeah, I paid off What's my... What's up, Ball State University? Paid off tuition. It's like, all right, I'm done now. Do you have any student loans left? No. Nice. Good for you. Yeah. Cheers. Um, the, this guy got his PhD. Mm-hmm. He doesn't believe any of it. But he, they're like, why did you go through all this? Great question. Because he's like, because this will give me credibility to promote creationism, more or less. And like, I have a PhD. You have to introduce me as a doctor I now. I super kind of respect it for right? that. <laughs> it's kind of ingenious. It's sort it's of the is. long game. <laughs> I mean, it's the same way, like, I'm technically a reverend or a pastor or something like that, because I got, <laughs> I'm on, online. Yeah. I've officiated two weddings now. Nicely Both done. are still on, so. <laughs> hey. 
You did your job. Hundred percent. But like, I kind of, I kind of get his logic. I mean, it's hard I mean, to that disagree. Is pr- he did everything you would expect. And the question that the New York Times raised at the time was: Should what the, the fuck s- is the point? Should the school have given him a PhD? And everyone that they talked to, all the professors who mm-hmm. guided him and mentored him, they said. He did the work we asked him to do. He defended the thesis that he wrote. Right. He did everything. Yeah. How can we well, deny just, him the PhD even I don't if he doesn't believe it? I don't want to say it's unprecedented, but it's probably not common that somebody would put... I mean, how many years does it take to get yeah, a doctorate? It's, it's Six a few years? years at least. And the time and expense that goes into doing it... I will say this. Important question. I don't know if you have his picture up. Is he a white guy? Uh, that one was. Ah. Um, I don't so, know who uh, else they have on staff who f- uh, fulfills this. But this particular this. guy who did this. Yeah. I would say that this guy is in a place of immense privilege that he was able to like go through undergrad, graduate school, get his doctorate, and like have... Be confident enough that he was going to do this garbage experiment. So he got this like doctor in front of his name, even though he doesn't believe. So he spent what? Six, uh, six However years? long it so, was. Say six years okay. to get your doctorate. That's based on literally nothing. I have my undergrad and that's all. <laughs> um, so he spent, he spent six years of his life and, however much it costs to do that. Or that you're giving up by not taking on a job because you're doing your PhD. Exactly. So he was able to give all that so he had credibility to his name. So he was either being supported or was confident that he was going to leave his his doctoral program with a job. Like, wow, dude, like, sounds like you're... Things are good. Things are fine with you. I don't know who's paying your rent <laughs> for those six years, but like, oh, I'm yeah, super happy. Yeah, I don't happy. know his story, uh, everything like, about I'm it. I'm super happy that everything you could have... D- if you're smart enough to get your, your doctorate in, what, geology? We Something said? like that. No. Geology-ish. Geology adjacent, you're using your brain power to like spite the field, the very field that gave you a doctorate. Um, you paleontology. Hammond, Hammond, paleontology. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's I what he did. Your baby. <laughs> uh, Marcus Ross was his name. Of course, his uh, name is Marcus. A paleontologist did all the work, got his doctorate. White guy, show me his picture again. Uh, I don't know. There's no picture. Oh, it's no, really important for me. All right. Um, picture. Much better looking than I expected nah. to me. That's very disappointing. <laughs> I hate him. Um, yeah, no, you know what? Fuck that guy. Like, he could have done... So- he also said... like him. I feel like I should say this. He said, why do you want to study at a secular university? He said, it'll help me... Uh, I'll acquire the training that will make me a good paleontologist regardless of which paradigm I was using. No, fuck that guy. Anyway, Honestly, he's not even guy. part of the story. The reason I bring that him up... That wasn't the story was not we're talking about? That was I bring that up. Eh, Three hours? <laughs> the reason I bring it up is because there's another guy who works at Answers in Genesis. Mm. This guy's name is uh, Andrew Snelling, and he's older. He Can got... we talk about all the white guy names that have been <laughs> happening to me? They, you know what's funny Snelling? about... Snelling. That is a movie villain. <laughs> he runs a toy company, but he hates kids. Save your ire for the actual things that are wrong with this guy. I have so much ire to pass around. <laughs> he got his doctorate in geology at the University of Sydney, 1982. Legit school, legit mm-hmm. degree. This is not easy to Sydney's do. Sydney's a lovely city. And for the next decade or so in the 80s... He did great work and gave back to charity. Not only did he do... I don't know if he gave it back to charity... <laughs> Not only did he do great work, he published peer review research in legit journals. But here's where it gets interesting. I know. 
at the same time that he's publishing these mainstream articles in credible journals, he's also publishing articles in the fake creationist research journals. Is he journals. catfishing science? <laughs> yes. He's writing articles for creationist publications oh, saying, no. by the way, the earth is 6,000 years old and here's what... But he's also publishing legit articles. Why? Maybe for the same reason partly as the other guy, which is it helps him be more credible as a creationist to say, look, I have a PhD. I have been published in journals. I have peer-reviewed papers published. Yeah, but dude, science is science. But not for saying the earth is 6,000 years old. I'll save that for over here. But that's the thing. It's like the thing with science is that Okay, so yeah, he's published peer-reviewed Which means shit. all those articles, he believes he's lying, which is weird. Well, so he understands how the scientific process works. Yes. He just has a disdain for it that is <laughs> immense. He, he thinks immense he's enough. doing this. So He thinks he's doing the same work, but when he explains it, he'll use the game of science and use their terminology and their ages. To what fucking... Oh, to make Credibility. it more... Credibility. No, I get... So... That's not the story yet. Here's my question. Yes. I do have a question. I'm holding my microphone because this is important. He's white. <laughs> that wasn't what I was going <laughs> to ask, but I do appreciate that particular bit, bit of insight. Um, so, okay. So I, I'm going to use get as a big quote. Okay. I get why people care about being anti-vax. And I get why people care about like, oh, we don't believe in doctors. We do this. So I get like the motivation of like their ultimate goal is that our God, what is the goal of young earth creationists? Like what is, what do they Um, want to see happen? What is the results they're hoping for? It's not salvation. They think their argument is if you want to take the Bible seriously and all good Christians should take the Bible seriously, that begins on page one. If you don't buy into what the Bible is saying in terms of a six day creation, like the book of Genesis says, how could you possibly take the resurrection of Jesus seriously later on? Because it makes no sense to them that the Old Testament is all full of metaphor, Mm. but we take literally the Gospels in the New Testament. So Ken Han's argument is, you don't have to believe in it. You'll still go to heaven if you disagree with me, uh but you believe in the rest of the Christian stuff. But if you don't agree with page one, how could you possibly agree with the rest of it? So to him... This is so the when key. we talk about and it's the foundation right, is what right. he'll say. That's fair, and and maybe this is an un, this is definitely an unfair question to ask you. But so we talked about already the Genesis thing. There mm. were two right. Genesis. Is that the plural? Uh, I forgot what his explanation. This is one of his like but he gets asked all the time. Thing is he like, has an answer for it. I don't I'm remember. Sure what his he has answer a canned is. answer for it. Yeah. But like th- the thing is, if you take something literally, there's a very specific definition of literal. Yeah. You know, like you take it for its word. So the moment you start to explain away anything, uh, it's it's done. Like you can't if if you want to talk about if you want to talk about the Bible as a book of morals and a book of metaphors and you know your your Amos 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 uh, tales Amos. I don't know fuck. what you're talking about. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's okay, all right. Um, the thing about, like, how the leopard got its spots. Aesop's Fables. Aesop's You're Fables. Welcome. Who's Amos? I have no idea. Famous Amos. That's very different. Is that a cookie? That is a cookie. <sighs> anyway, it's late, and I've had a week. Have I told you guys I've had a week? Um, 
was I talking? We were oh, talking about oh, Aesop's why, why. So if we want to talk about the Bible as like your Aesop's fables and like, oh, of course, the leopard didn't literally get its spots because it was scared or something. But like there's a moral there. Right. Fine. Like I'm. If you were using these stories to teach a moral, right. that's one thing. You have to pick one or the other. Yeah. You can't waffle between the two. Because Again, it's, he has a way around it. He finds a way to rationalize he everything. Because he, like, you know how big Ken Ham's suits are? <laughs> he just keeps, like, all of his talking points in, like, the <laughs> sleeves. Can we talk so, about how big his suits are? Let's talk about getting back to this. Because <sighs> Andrew Snelling, the geologist Andrew with a legit Snelling degree who has been peer-reviewed, Recently, like a few years ago, mm-hmm. he tried to apply for a permit to do, quote unquote, research at the Grand Canyon. And if you want to do research at the Grand Canyon, like, there I just is... want to blow it up and see what's inside. <laughs> no, he, you quick. have to apply. Quick, I quick, think quick. he wanted to dig up certain types of rocks that he was probably going to use to say, look, Noah's great flood, whatever. But he, he, you have to fill out an application. Uh-huh. That app because they, it's a government institution, the Grand Canyon. So the government has <laughs> to like say yes to your uh, application. Sure. That application says basically, tell us what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, obviously, mm-hmm. and we uh, we need recommendations from peers who do the work you do, who say, yep, this is a legit proposal and this is good work, and I and really want legit, and this guy's legit, but more, this is a good proposal. Mm-hmm. And we want to see what happens. So you should approve his idea here. He applied for it. Um, he gave three recommendation letters was to Ken go Ham? with it. No, there wasn't Ken Ham, but there were was three people. <laughs> Sorry. Different group. Different group. It's Catholic. <laughs> he gave three recommendations. All of them were other creationists, which is. You don't fucking say, uh-huh, have it. I know. So three creationists. So the lady who is in charge of granting permits, she sees... There's like one human. There's one human who grants the permits. And she's uh, she had some doubts about this proposal. So she sends... What's her name? uh, Is it Agnes? uh, Rhonda. I was close. So Rhonda sends it off to a different... She already is. She sends it off to a University of New Mexico professor whose awesome name is Carl Carlstrom. She's like, hey... (laughs) I've worked. She's like, I've worked with you before. Can you look over this proposal? Because I don't know. What I, I'm assuming. Hey, fakey fake name. <laughs> she sent it to him. She's like, hey, what can you tell me about this guy, this proposal, these people he's asking? And, and you basically, sent back a gif of the jack off motion. <laughs> that yes, <laughs> he writes back. Basically, all these people represent the aggressive approach of the Creation Science Institute. They put forward semi reputable scientists who try to cast yes. doubt on science. Uh, they Rhonda. use the results to bolster their avowed creationist agenda. So he actually then went on to say, here's why the proposal makes no sense. So while he might have said like these he heroes. He didn't just say they're creationists, say no to them. He said, yeah, they're creationists and that's messed up. But let me tell you in detail, because I'm, I'm telling you, I read the proposal. That yeah. Snelling's, oh, you read it? I read it. I mean, I looked it over. But <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about. Because that so quickly. I know. Because <laughs> he's talking about geology. Yeah. And I don't know geology. So he's using big words. He's using science-sounding words. I don't know what he's talking about. Carlstrom knew what this guy was talking about. And he said, he's just wrong about the things <sighs> he's saying. He doesn't know the subject he's talking about. Wait, is this... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry I got lost. Yeah. Is this the same guy who got his PhD in the garbage thing? Uh, he got it from Sydney, Australia. 
legit. Okay, so geology. it's a guy who, in theory, should be able to write a paper yes. that and that yes. passes the smell test. Yeah. So the Rhonda didn't. She doesn't know what necessarily he's saying. Can't verify vouch for how good Rhonda, it is. Rhonda, you have an open invitation to come on this show whenever you <laughs> but want. But Carl Carlstrom does know what he's talking about. Carl, Carl writes no. back. I do not see this proposal as a scientifically valid research proposal. It is not well formulated based on current knowledge of Grand Canyon geology, comma, the nature of microstructures of soft sediment structures in general, comma, nor of the microstructures and model of formation of monoclines. I mean, Carl basically saying the, hero. the science behind this thing makes no sense. And he said, this proposed work does not seem to me to be of the scientific standard required for a park research permit. Okay, so Carl that's good. Carl Carlson, I owe you a drink. What does Rhonda... You know what? It's the fucking park rangers and the scientists <laughs> who are saving this goddamn country. So Rhonda gets this, one. and she's like, well, okay, that makes a lot of sense, what he's saying and why he thinks it's not valid. But just to double check, uh-huh. she knows another guy who does valid research. Uh, his name is Peter Huntoon of the University of Wyoming. And the reason she asked him for that his opinion... sounds like he might not be white. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. know what to do with that information. No idea. She sends it to him. And uh, where did you say Wyoming? Uh, Wyoming. So he's white. Um, <laughs> I waited until you drank. <laughs> the reason she asked him for his opinion on this is because yeah. Snelling, in his proposal, he literally cited Huntoon's work to justify his proposal. Like, he How was in the work cited. about that? doesn't matter because oh. it's his work and this guy's citing it saying oh so look, he just pulled from like a published yeah. paper of his yeah and said look this guy found this and mm-hmm. i'm gonna expand on that and do this so she asked huntoon hey what do you think about this he writes back oh my god i'm so excited oh uh, i'm just uh, selecting parts here the outcomes are clearly foregone the objective is to create doubt not among scientists but among the public whom creationists hope to sway to their belief systems blah 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 this perpetually I creates noise and distraction guy. throughout public discourse on everything he says creationists create noise and distraction on everything it's like doing the health risks of smoking to the validity of global warming. These are anti-science people. And then he added to Rhonda, I'm a bit annoyed (gasps) that the U.S. National Park Service would send yet another one of these proposals for me to wade through because it's basically junk. This guy is. Literally anybody in this story, if you ever come to the Chicagoland area, (laughs) I will buy you all of the drinks and I just want to hang out with you. I know. Rhonda sent it to one other guy who basically wrote back. Third guy? Third guy. It is difficult to review such an outlandish proposal. Uh, the author seems to have a total lack of understanding of the, the topic. Shade. I'm not sure what else to say about this. So all this happens. Rhonda has way a lot. She weighed all of this information. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm she, sure it's really balanced. <laughs> yeah. And she ended up saying you... Uh, I'm, I'm skipping over parts of the story here because it's a little more complicated. But basically, she says, we're not granting your permit. Yeah. There's a lot of other things you need to do. you're a crazy person. And not just that, she's like, based on what everyone else has said, the research you want to do, uh-huh. you don't need to go to the Grand Canyon to do it. You could do it at other areas. You could just read the Bible and be like, well. <laughs> if you're, lo- I think she said, like, if you're looking for a certain type of it, material. Was he trying to, he's trying to prove the 6,000. I'm sure that's ultimately what his goal was, but that wasn't part of his proposal. Okay. But she said, if you want to look at these rocks, you don't need to go to the Grand Canyon. You could do it elsewhere. So why are you bothering us about this? This oh. is not something you need us to I'm sure to do. digging in the Grand Canyon is not something that's taken lightly. No. It's not, exactly. And so anyway, she said, no. I think he tried uh, responding with a revised proposal later on, mm-hmm. but it was still rejected for basically the same reason. So, ended up this week, 
Answers in Genesis um, on behalf of Andrew Snelling filed a lawsuit. Oh, they filed a lawsuit no. saying the Grand Canyon and basically everyone involved in this story is discriminating against him on the basis of religion. Yeah, you know why? Because they super are. Yeah. It's not to do with his religion because Christians no, do it, this no. sort of research no, all the, the time and it's fine. I mean, it is discriminating on them against their religion because they are trying to force their religion into science and they're not having that garbage. But I don't think that's why they did it because I even hope if it's you, why they did it. Even if this is the this is what Answers in Genesis is arguing because they're saying if that's the reason mm-hmm. you are discriminating against us. Yeah. And what the Grand Canyon people are saying is that has nothing to do with it. If you did legit research, you put a garbage paper to us. Yes. That's what the Grand Canyon well, people saying are saying. Is, hey, guess what? You don't get fucking special privileges because you have like a cross in the top right. right corner of your paper. No, get the fuck out of town this is, with this. This is the difference. The Grand Canyon people are saying, if you gave us a legit proposal and you ended up using that research to promote creationism, not our job. We don't care what you do with that information. At least Grand give Canyon's, us a clean proposal. Yes, yes. Grand Canyon people are saying, at least have the respect proposal for science. Sucked. Yes. Fuck That's that their argument. What's but this name? is uh, Andrew Snelling. So anyway, answers in Genesis. Snelling. Snelling. They're going I to court. Have made up a worse name. We don't know what the. I mean, it's early, so who knows what the judge will do with this? The but that's the thing. This is not face. religious discrimination. And if you want more, uh, that's that's the thing. Huh. Is nobody gives a shit about religion, but this kind of shit is happening all the time. That they're trying to aggressively shove their religion into our science for no specific reason. Like, dude, if you don't want to believe in science, then fine, don't. Right. But don't. Pretend to take scientific data and mold that to what you believe in. That's right. fucking garbage. And again, if he was doing legit science and then decided to draw his own conclusions, but he wasn't doing he legit wasn't. science. He wasn't. He's a garbage person. Um, He's a garbage human. I hate him. Here's one thing I found interesting. Shmel. Answers in Genesis put out a press release, of course, about their lawsuit, as they should, and they do. Um, he's being defended because Answers in Genesis is not a legal group. They need lawyers to help them out. Uh-huh. They have the backing of a right-wing legal group called Alliance Defending Freedom. Alliance Defending Freedom put out their own press release I about this. Said Lions Sorry. Defending <laughs> Freedom, and I was like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> a Alliance course. Defending Freedom. <laughs> but both of them put out their press releases, and they included, of course, a link to the lawsuit. But here's the thing. That lawsuit... Is it's 22 pages long, but it doesn't include any of the stuff I just explained to you, except in the broadest of details. It just says we submitted a proposal, we had and references, it and it was rejected. And that's kind of all answers in Genesis and the ADF said. And so I'm like, well, I wonder what the because they all keep well, that's referencing. Because presumably the reason there are proposals, some get rejected. Yeah. Well, right. They kept saying in the lawsuit, look at exhibit A, look at exhibit B. And I'm like, well, where are these exhibits? They're not in the press releases that they mentioned. And there is a way that you can go online and check out these lawsuits. And I actually went to, to oh, this God, lawsuit you didn't. and I pulled down the exhibit page, like the download of that, uh-huh. which is like more than 100 pages. But as you're going through this, they included all of these rejection letters and the emails they FOIA'd from the government. And, and all did the they use them to like strengthen their own? No, because those are the ones I just told you where these people are saying, here's why the science oh, makes out. no sense. Oh. And I thought it was amazing that like, of course, Answers in Genesis didn't include the exhibit packet because it, it totally invalidates all this stuff they're Jesus. talking about. 
it shouldn't that be a dead giveaway that they're on the wrong side of I this? I mean, there have been many dead giveaways that we've all <laughs> right. chosen. To, is the Ark Encounter folding? Uh, no, Ark Encounter. Uh, here's where so we're that's at. Not with, as profitable as they. <laughs> here's where we're at with our. Sure. Okay. Here's where we're at with Ark Encounter. In order to make this hundred million dollar plus attraction, they had to find a spot. They found a spot in Grant County, Kentucky, yeah. which is not a happening place. And Grant County is kind of going under before they were going under. Just the the, the city, the county. Is they were hoping, oh, Ark Encounter wants to come here. This could be an attraction that would draw people to our city. There. We can build hotels and restaurants. And from every article that I have seen, uh, I should mention, Ark Encounter has not released attendance numbers. Really? They're supposed to get a tax break, like a tax refund based on their attendance. But we're not going to get those numbers. Uh, we can't even ask the government for those numbers until like till summer. 2018? Oh. Until oh. this summer. Because oh. so it's get been a year since it opened. 2016 tax numbers. We can't get their attendance figures and know how much money they're getting back in return Got until it. this okay. July, I think. So we don't know their attendance. Ken Ham's keeps saying attendance is great. No well, yeah, numbers it's because attached. Because he just has giant suits that just walk around. But there. every every local newspaper that covers Grant County says the county is still suffering. Really? Yeah. People are not staying in hotels. They are not doing this. And of course, there are explanations for all this that people will try to offer. Global warming. <laughs> <laughs> but more or less, the the there are people in the city, city officials, who are like Ark Encounter has not brought people to yeah, our city fucking say. to do anything. So it's I, not folding. It's still there. It's still getting attention. Uh, it's not getting press per se, uh, but it's getting attention. But we don't know what the numbers are. And until, like, what I'm really curious about is as soon as we can find out their attendance numbers this summer, do they match the projections that Answers in Genesis gave when they said, we want to build this here? We want the mm -hmm. city to give us money or the land to do this at a discount. Uh, we want this sort of, we're selling this bond to raise money. We can't answer any of that until we kind of get these numbers. So Yeah, I mean, and honestly, it's just a bummer because I know like in the Rust Belt in the U.S. is, is having its issues. Is that the and Rust Belt? Isn't it? I don't know. Isn't Kentucky. Rust Belt like... The Appalachians? Oh my God, I don't. No, know. I think it's higher up. Is it? I think. Oh, you're right, because it's Ohio. Well, well yeah, so Michigan, Detroit, all so that. Fuck. But it is a. It's a struggling. Uh, sorry, so, it's so a struggling a, area. A struggling economy that depended on almost certainly coal for a long time. That's not been. Yeah, it's like a rural. Am I fucking this up? Too? I don't know, but it's a rural area. Well, okay, yes, so, and they dip, if they want to draw people to their area, they were seriously hoping and. And I understand it. If you bring a giant tourist attraction to our town, we could do so much to boost our local economy. We could help the schools because we are going to get a cut of the money. It's, it's or it's going to raise with, all boats. Like obviously, I don't want I don't want the Ark Encounter to succeed. Because um, but if it fails, it also means it's taking yeah, down the county. I, but with I it. also don't want it to fail yeah. because, like. They because the government put money into it. Yeah, they sincerely the thought county. it was a good investment for their county or their city or their state, and it wasn't. And I feel like we saw this coming a mile away. And yeah. I don't, I don't want to say and I told you so. I, it's not what I'm here to do. I remember I, that when they made their pitch to Grant County, like we want to build this here. They didn't just say it'll be good for the local economy. They said we have so many jobs. For people in this county, like we're gonna need so many people here. 
And then it was only later that they said, oh, by the way, you have to agree with younger creationism and you have to oppose gay marriage and you have to follow our statement of belief. That was the whole reason there was a lawsuit over the tax rebate they were getting because they are a discriminatory thing. Super And they won, Ark Encounter won that debate. How did that happen? Uh, Because the rebate had to do with whether it was a tourist attraction, more or less. And they said it is, even if it's a Christian ministry, Mm. they are still eligible for the tourism grant, whatever. So Andrew Snelling, he's filing this discrimination lawsuit, but honestly, he didn't not get the grant permit or the permit for the Grand Canyon because he's a Christian or because he's a creationist. Yeah. He didn't get it because it's a bad proposal. And everyone who knows geology said it. Dude, you're not contributing to anything. That's (laughs) the thing that, honestly, it's a thing that super bugs me of... You're not you're not helping. You're not helping anything. And that's why people who are like anti-global warming, I'm like, what what is your goal? What is your best possible outcome? You uh, know, like what <sighs> I would add, well, a commenter wrote this and I think it's worthwhile to add. Uh, I've collected on federal lands before under permit. As a rule, they're almost always granted to scientists from reputable, accredited academic institutions. So it's not like an exclusive club to get into. Yeah, and ICR, the creationist group, they're not. And this guy added, if it's not accredited, then you got to get an independent peer review people who could say, who can vouch for you. And what did he do? He got three creationist buddies to say, this is great research. I can't wait to see what he does. Oh, my God. He's so good at (laughs) tremendous research. Yeah, it's just a weird lawsuit. Uh, So, I mean, I hope this guy loses because he should. But who knows? Um, Anyway, that's all I got. Is that your... uh, Back to Comey. Uh, I got No, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) No, and honestly, like, I... A lot of times when big news items happen in the week, I actually get stressed because... I don't have anything like original or intelligent to say about things like that. Like I can talk about religious discrimination and shit like that, but like what's going on this with the Comey thing. I have nothing important to add. I do want to add. And again, you can cut this out if you want to, but so Hemet and I lost launched our, uh, Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash friendly atheist podcast. Thank you, Hemet. You're welcome. Uh, so here's what I want to do. So um, somebody, and I'm going to look up her name uh, shortly, <laughs> made a drinking game to our podcast, which is maybe the funniest thing that's ever happened to me. And also a thing I definitely sent to my parents because I have no <laughs> pride. Um, it was uh, Comic Slice. <laughs> was her, oh, Cosmic. Yeah, it was Cosmic. Yeah. What did I say? Comic. I was in the neighborhood. Uh, at uh, M-A-R-I-P-O-S-A-L-A-N-D. That's... Mariposa Land? I did my best. Um, but one of the things she mentioned is it is a staple on our particular show that I make a really obvious pop culture reference and Hemet whiffs it because yeah. he grew up in a basement, I think. That is true. Chained. Yeah. I mean, it's a tragic. You might have seen a documentary about him. <laughs> Um, so my proposal was, and heaven is tentative, but my proposal is if we get to, if you give a certain amount on Patreon, so total per month. So if we clear a total amount per month, so understand like Hemet and I both have lives. Like we both have, (laughs) I have a full-time job. I don't know what you do all day. I I just sit and yell at the computer. Don't sleep. Um, and so nothing would make me happier than to do like additional fun bonus <laughs> episodes. 
but like once a week is everything we can give to you guys right now. But my proposal is that if we hit a certain amount per month, and Hemet and I will discuss that off mic, that once a month Hemet is forced to watch some sort of pop. Co- so, like, let's say Star Wars. Let's just start there. That feels star. Pr- shut the fuck up. So, once we hit a certain amount, once a month. Hammett will watch. <laughs> Hammett and I will watch a thing that we he has never seen, even though he's a thirty-something-year-old man who lives in the United States. <laughs> and we'll do like a bonus episode for Patreon, and it won't necessarily be about atheism. It'll just be—I mean, I'll definitely be drinking wine, and we'll just <laughs> talk. Do I want to watch a League new of Hope Their Own or something from last oh week? Oh my god. A League of Their Own, let's watch. It's such a good movie. And my dog's named... Okay. Anyway, the point is this. <laughs> Guys, we haven't decided on a number yet, and we'll decide off mic, and that's yeah. probably not a thing we should discuss on air. But I think this would be super fun. But the reality is, like, Hammett and I have both have a lot of shit going on, <laughs> so we need to make sure we're spending our time wisely. And I'll do it at 4 a.m. when nothing else is happening. Hammond, I have to be at work at 8 a.m. in the morning. I oh, can't. Right. I have a 9 to 5 job, and I have to wear a blazer to work every day. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for your 4 a.m. garbage. Anyway, this is my idea. So, if you guys like it, please, even if it's It'll be a on dollar, the Patreon page, whatever. Just, just donate. It, it means a lot to us. And we really enjoy doing this, and... It's been fun to uh, to hear your feedback, even though, hey, guys, with a red pill, don't care. Don't <laughs> ever talk to me again. I don't care. Um, but my uh, Twitter is at Blueberry, B-L-U-E-B-U-R-E. Okay. I'm at Heaven Meta. Shut the fuck. I'm so mad at myself still. 23-year-old Jess should have really figured out her <laughs> shit. My Etsy store is uh, bitches, get sh- uh, bitches Get Stitched Done. I'm kind of behind, so, like, don't. Super jump on that. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Friendly Atheist Podcast. Um, and Friendly Atheist.com is the website. You should read stories. Yeah. Uh, our email is Friendly Atheist Podcast at Gmail. Hemant sends me all the nice things. I think he's like squatting <laughs> on all the shitty things. <laughs> no, I, I will send you the shitty things too. They're, yeah, they're he does. Really he young. does all the time. And I always get them <laughs> at like 830 in the morning. I'm like, well, there's my day. Um, but guys, um, with absolute sincerity... It makes my it makes my day when you guys tweet at us or email us. It's it's fun because I forget that this is a thing, and then I'm sitting at my cubicle in a blazer, and I just get a really sweet email from somebody. I'm like, oh, my life is worth living. I, I didn't mean to be dramatic. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, um, thanks for listening. Oh, bye. We'll be back soon. <laughs> we'll do more of this.